This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Bunny Michael. When you approach your life from the consciousness of your higher self, the knowing how worthy you are, every aspect of your life begins to change. Your relationships, your career, your self-care, your body image, everything. Because this is the process of unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. True success starts with knowing how much you deserve. Following your higher self is an awakening process and it's no easy feat. But as you will hear from the callers on this podcast, our paths might look different, but our journey is the same. Welcome to Exo Higher Self. Hello everyone, welcome to Exo Higher Self, episode 45. I can't believe we have made 45 episodes already. Wow. You know, when we started this podcast, we really didn't have a plan for like how long it would go on for. We really didn't know if people would be into it or actually keep sending in questions. You know, we really didn't have any expectations. And sometimes when you have no expectations, you can really enjoy the fruits of your efforts because everything just feels like this amazing blessing. Well, we are right smack in the middle of summer. I'm recording this from our house upstate and it feels like 100 degrees outside. It's really humid. Have y'all noticed how the weather apps now, when they say what temperature it is, they have like the temperature and then they have a totally different temperature for the real feel. I'm like, If you say the temperature is 82, but the real feel is 93, then the temperature is 93. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I just like don't get it. So before we get started, I just wanted to share a little personal higher self moment I had this week because I felt like it was really inspiring and y'all know I'm working on this stuff right along with you. So I've been having some health issues this past year. I think I've talked about it before. Um, And the issues are really stemming from these hormonal imbalances that I've been dealing with. And it's had like a big effect on my moon cycle and um, the pain I'm in. And I also have chronic migraines from it. So this week I had like a killer migraine that would not go away for days. And I ended up having to go to urgent care and get like a shot and get new pills. And, you know, I was feeling pretty sorry for myself. Like, why am I always in pain? Like, why am I being punished this way? And I was just getting really sad and like 
I don't know, just in a really hard place, being really hard on myself because when I'm not feeling physically well and I can't do the things that I want to do and be, you know, productive, I really start judging myself and like getting mad at my body and being like, what's you know, why is my body so messed up? Like, why is this stuff happening to me? And it was really pronounced this week because, you know, that migraine was really bad. So it kind of just like brought up all of this stuff, all of these triggers, all of these feelings of inadequacy, all of these fears. And I was like sitting on my couch and I I had posted um, on Instagram about, you know, being at the urgent care and then somebody tagged me in um, this other Instagram account that was this doctor's Instagram account who talks about like hormonal imbalances um, and how it affects, you know, the different aspects of your life and how, you know, how you can help yourself. And I was reading her stuff and I kind of just like all of a sudden had this realization and my higher self just like spoke to me through my heart because First, I think it started with the compassion and the care and the love that people on Instagram had been sending me, which kind of already started making me feel, you know, touched with love. And then that sent me to this other account where she was doing work like for love and for care. And it kind of opened up my heart to actually be able to hear my higher self in that moment, you know? So my higher self just chimed in and was like, Don't be mad at the migraine, babe. The migraine is a message that your hormones are off and that you need to address it more. The migraine is your body communicating to you because your body loves you. And it was like this realization and I just kind of like stopped being so mad at my body realizing it was trying to take care of me. You know, like the migraine was a message like, hey, things are off inside. I mean, that's why this pain is happening. And you can make efforts to help yourself with that. And there are people out there who have information and there's people out there who love you and support you and can, you know, help you through this. And it was so ironic because that happened at at night. And then the next morning was the first morning I woke up without a migraine for days So now I'm working on much more holistic approaches to dealing with my hormonal stuff. And it was just this really great awakening moment and really empowering moment. And I just wanted to bring that up because I think, you know, we can get really stuck like in our negativity, in our doubt, in our fear. And sometimes we just have to like reach out and be like, hey, like I'm going through this. And some angel who maybe you don't even know on the internet or on Instagram can just like tag you in something, kind of lead you to a part of yourself that was like already inside you, the message of like, hey, like you are loved, you know, your body loves you and is doing its best and nobody's punishing you. And it was just this really nice realization. So I just wanted to share that. I also wanted to remind all of y'all that we're now taking responses to other people's questions from episodes. So you can call in or send a voice memo with like a response to a question and answer that you heard on an episode, whether that's words of encouragement or maybe like a story about how you dealt with the same thing, or maybe you wanted to point something, some other tip or advice out that maybe I didn't, didn't say. 
And I am really determined to make this happen because we haven't received any uh, responses yet since the last time I said that we were going to take them. But I just have this vision of people being able to hear words of encouragement or guidance from other people who are listening to this podcast. So it's not just like through me that you can actually start to, you know, communicate with each other. I don't know. Maybe it won't work. Maybe it will. I just wanted to point that out again that we are accepting that. So if you do want to send in some words of encouragement or some advice that you have, some higher self thoughts that you have about a question that somebody else sent in, please do. You can call and leave a message or send a text to 740-481-1216 or record a voice memo and email it to exohigherself at gmail.com. And of course, we're also still taking questions, your questions for the podcast, and you can leave a voice memo or send a text or send a voicemail, you know, any of those ways you can do that too. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's get started on this week's question. Hi, Bunny. I'm sorry. I'm re-recording this because my last message was too long. Um, but first of all, I just want to thank you for um, all that you do and your podcast and everything. It's been really helpful for me on my own healing journey. Um, but basically I'm just calling because I'm having a difficult time with my mother. Um, she has a lot going on uh that I'm constantly helping her with but uh one of the most prevalent things is she's always struggled with her weight my whole life um she used to be really thin and then she gained a lot of weight and she's been um in a larger body for a long time now which uh she hates um and my father's constantly making comments towards her about how she needs to lose weight and how she's going to get all, how um, just a lot of, like, biased health advice towards her um, that makes her feel horrible about herself. Uh, and I was just on the phone with her, and she was telling me how my dad told her she's so out of shape and she's how she's huffing and puffing all the time and needs to lose weight. And this has just always been a constant theme in my house and it led me to have a really severe eating disorder in high school that I've since recovered from. But, um, I don't know. I just, it breaks my heart that she is still under the confines of all these. I try to tell her that like about health at every size, intuitive eating, I give her books, but she never, she never really responds because she holds these biases in her heart as well because that's what everyone around her is constantly telling her, her fat-phobic doctors or my father. Um, and it makes me really sad because she it makes her feel so horrible about herself and then that leads into other issues um, just regarding her unhealed trauma and addiction issues. And I, I'm just, I, I was just on the phone with her talking about this stuff and now it's leaving me really triggered because, you know, I'm still struggling to accept myself and I'm still struggling every day in my eating disorder recovery, even though I'm quote unquote recovered. And I feel really triggered by not being able to help her or stop people from saying these things to her, but also that she's just not hearing what I'm saying in regards to self-acceptance and, you know, healthier intuitive eating, um, habits so I guess my question is just like how can I help to support her 
without getting so triggered myself. Thank you so much. Uh, You're so loved. First, I want to say that you should be so proud of yourself for working on healing your own relationship to body shame and helping to end that cycle of that conditioning for the lineage in your family. I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. And even though you still get triggered, your awareness of your triggers and the source for those wounds is a testament to how aligned you are with your own healing and your higher self. And that is so beautiful. You have come a long way. It's really hard to see our parents or caregivers suffering, especially when you feel you have no control over helping them. And I'm sure it's really hard to watch your mom experience this self-shame and it only be made worse by your dad's comments and the fat phobic doctors. We make choices based on how we feel inside about ourselves. Whether or not your mom should or should not lose weight is not really the heart of the issue. The issue is your mom is struggling to love herself just how she is and falsely believes her weight makes her a failure or makes her not good enough. Most of us grew up surrounded by fat phobia. I mean, think of all the movies we saw and the TV shows making fun of the fat character or fat people always being like, the butt of the joke. I remember feeling like really ashamed growing up because my mom was overweight and every time like I saw like a a character on TV, like I just kind of felt like embarrassed for my mom and for myself because like even at a young age, I had already learned, oh, this is like bad. This is like to be this way is bad. And even my mom, you know, even though she was overweight, she still had so much bias too. And she used to say things to me like, oh, you know, if you lost 10 pounds, you'd look amazing, you know, and things like that. And we all have stories like that, either about ourselves or people we know. And it's really sad because the weight issue is just another form of how our society judges human worth. We've all grown up in a world that taught us we have to prove our worthiness and looking a certain way, including being skinny, was part of that criteria. But whether it's how we look, what color our skin is, what our gender identity is, whether or not we are able-bodied, where we are on the spectrum of neurodiversity, none of that makes us more or less worthy. That is a big lie. And that lie was also told to our parents and the people that raised us. And so there has been generation after generation of this type of conditioning, right? And that is a lot to undo. This isn't an easy process. Your mom is in a different place than you in her own healing around this. But that doesn't mean it's too late for her to have an awakening, not at all. In fact, having you as such a great influence is helping her whether or not you're aware of it. You can't control how she feels or how she thinks, but what you can do is remind her of her worth. Remind her that her weight has nothing to do with her beauty and her wholeness. Tell her the things that you've learned to tell yourself because a part of her will hear them. And just having someone in her life who gives her that kind of love makes so much of a difference. 
speaking from your higher self to hers, helping her get in touch with that part of herself. That is the power that you do have. Only from a place of alignment with our higher selves can we make choices in our lives that truly reflect our worth. And those choices look differently for everyone. What you eat, how active you are, who you are in relationship with, what your career is, what your hobbies are, what your self-care looks like. I mean, there's no right or wrong way to make all of those choices. The key is finding what is right for you through the acknowledgement of how much you deserve. Everyone, including your mom, deserves love, joy, safety, and abundance. If tomorrow she started some new diet and lost the weight without actually addressing the heart of the issue, that loss of the weight would only make her temporarily feel like she's good enough. Her feelings of unworthiness will creep in in different forms until she works on that healing. I'm really happy that she has such a wonderful person like you in her life. Don't lose hope. Growth is continuous and you and your mom are still growing. Keep shining your light and that will be a guiding light for her. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This next question is from an email. Hi, Bunny. Here's my question. I went through a breakup at the end of last year. A lot happened throughout the whole relationship of him invalidating me. I didn't recognize it at first until I started to feel unheard and unsafe to be vulnerable. The relationship ended in what felt like a very disrespectful way via drunk text message at 3 a.m. We were together for two years. And then he didn't want to talk on the phone after, again leaving no space for my feelings. Since then, we took space for a little and then reconnected. I started to have feelings again and told him with no expectations, just addressing my feelings. After the month of leading me on and me expressing my feelings, he then informed me he was now in a new relationship. I feel upset that I haven't been able to move forward. Every time I reach out to try and get more closure, I get met with more invalidation from him and him trying to make me feel like a bad guy. I don't know why I can't just move on. I know we're not meant for each other. I know I feel better without the relationship, but I keep trying to make amends and it's a slap in my face every time I try. I guess I'm curious on your advice to move on. Forgive myself and forgive him. Thanks for all you do, Bunny. I adore you. Well, there is nothing to forgive yourself for, sweetheart, because you've done nothing wrong. What I want you to do is to stop being so hard on yourself. So you wanted it to work with this guy and you gave him too many chances. That's okay, babe. It happens to all of us. We want the people that hurt us to change because we think if they change, then we won't feel hurt by them anymore, right? The hurt will just go away. But what we really have to learn is that rather than needing the ones that hurt us to change, we need to change what we think we need from them. You don't need him to validate the fact that you deserve better than the way he treated you. 
That is just a fact. Whether or not he acknowledges it doesn't make a difference. Facts are facts. He doesn't have the capacity to acknowledge your feelings. He didn't when you were together, and he definitely doesn't now. And that is his limitation, not yours. All you have control over is your own choices. The whole idea of closure, I think, is a little misunderstood. Closure is actually just another way of saying healing. Healing the experience enough to be able to move on. Well, the source of your pain is not going to be the source of your healing. AKA, he is not the one that will give you closure, you are. Because this is really about you making choices that better reflect what you deserve. While y'all were together, you heard that voice inside yourself that said you didn't feel acknowledged or feel safe being vulnerable, and that voice was your higher self sending you a warning. Hey, this isn't a safe space. But rather than leaving that space where you knew you weren't emotionally safe, you stayed and it only led to more emotional hurt. What I want to do is get you to a place where you trust that voice inside you enough to make different choices. Our higher selves are always there guiding us and protecting us. But when you have experienced trauma or perhaps been treated in ways that really wounded you, you begin to believe you're smaller than you actually are. And you forget how wise you are. You know, love is knowledge. Love is wise. Love is like a compass to the people, places, and situations that will be supportive of your healing. That is the love that your higher self brings you and it's living right inside your heart, accessible at any moment. This path of reconnecting to your higher self, you know, it isn't easy. We all have struggles. We all have ups and downs with it. And sometimes things happen to us to like wake us up to realizing how far off we've gone. Your higher self will use every experience as a teaching to bring you closer to the abundance of love inside of you, how worthy you have always been. This experience is the same. It's another teaching. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control what we learn from what happens. Now, I know you want closure right now, but you need to be patient with yourself. It's okay if your feelings are hurt. It's okay if you're angry. It's okay if you're sad. That doesn't mean there's something wrong that you need to fix. It just means you're feeling your feelings. It's just information for you to grow from. This pain is teaching you that you deserve better in a partner and a friend. Someone who is accountable. Someone who is honest. As far as forgiving him, you don't have to worry about that right now. Because the focus really needs to be on you, not on him. You need to be kind to yourself, compassionate to yourself, remind yourself of how important you are, of the divinity inside of you. Give yourself the love that he didn't know how to give. This is your path now. We all have to do this for ourselves in order to recognize the people who will support us in that. We have to love ourselves to know what kind of love we actually want in our lives. So stop knocking on his door and start knocking on your own.
The next question is from an email. Hi, Bunny. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my story. Your words have helped me tremendously over the past few months. My boyfriend and I recently broke up after four years together. We're both in our 30s. We have an apartment and a really healthy relationship. But I started to bring up the future this past year and it drove us apart. He isn't able to tell me if he wants the same things as me, specifically marriage and kids. These are things I pictured us doing so easily, but he's terrified of even thinking about them. I'm not asking for those things right now. I just want to know what he envisions for us. We've had lots of long conversations and gotten almost nowhere. We ignored the issue for a while and life went on normally, but the elephant in the room grew too large. In the end, we both decided to break up because being in this limbo state was too upsetting, though we still love each other very much. I'm struggling now because we have two weeks left in this apartment. He's given me space like I've asked and is staying elsewhere, but coming home every day is so upsetting. I know that this is what needs to be done, but how do I reckon with a really beautiful relationship having to end, not because it was toxic or bad, but because the other person didn't want to grow with me? Will I ever find peace knowing that the person I love just didn't love me enough to want to be with me in the same ways that I did with them? Thank you. We all have a different relationship to the idea of marriage and children. And a lot of that is shaped by how we grew up and what examples we had of those things around us. Your ex not being able to envision what you envision at this time in his life is not a personal judgment on whether or not you are worthy of having those things with him. It has more to do with his relationship to those concepts. I want to say this without seeming like, I know better than you what you want for your future. I just want to say that right now you want marriage and children and you think you want that in the years to come with this specific person. But truthfully, you don't know what you will want years from now. Those desires or how you feel about that person could change. And I think it's important To remember this because if the universe is throwing up a barrier to that specific thing happening, it's probably because it's not meant to happen that way. Something like a lifelong commitment of marriage and children is so important and so impactful. You want to build that commitment with someone who is a thousand percent sure when you are a thousand percent sure. That's what compatibility is. It's matching what both of you want in the divine timing of each other's journeys. You can have all the love in the world for someone, but you can't build if both people don't want the same structure. The thing is, your four-year relationship, the love you two experienced, isn't separate from your future, even though the two of you are taking different paths. That relationship has taught you about love, about being there for another person, about commitment, about desire, about intimacy, about loss, about joy. That relationship is a vital step to building the future that feels right for you in your heart. And without that relationship, you might not have gotten so in touch with that part of yourself. You might not have grown in the ways you have and will continue to. 
Remember, we've all been influenced by the conditioning of, you know, when we're in our 30s, we should know who we're going to marry, you know, especially for women. I mean, that's ingrained in us in a young age. Like after your 30s, like you won't have a chance of finding your man or whatever. So it makes sense that you could feel that this is like a sort of rejection or feel like he just didn't love you enough. But not wanting marriage or not knowing if you want marriage isn't just about loving someone enough. It's a very complex personal choice that not everyone feels sure about even wanting. We all have different ideas of what we think will make us happy in the future. And that's always changing because we're always growing. And we have to trust that when one door shuts, another opens. It will be a process for you to let go of the hopes you had for this relationship. But your future is so bright. Be patient and let yourself move through your feelings, but also know this isn't a personal failing. It's a different direction on your path that will ultimately be a much more joyful and fulfilling one. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Bunny. I'm so excited to be calling you. Um, I feel like I've been putting it off for so long. Like, I've wanted to ask you a question or leave you a message, and um, I finally have built up the courage. So um, I also want to say thank you for all that you do, and um, I'm just so grateful for your presence and all your advice. Um, so I wanted to talk about the situation that I feel like I'm in right now. Um, I'm in this point of my life where I feel like I am aligning more with myself, um, and trying to do healing work and meditating, um, and treating myself kindly, um, and the situation that I'm in right now. I am supposed to be moving somewhere um, where I've been excited about um, just a different part of my city and it's just in a really cute place and a great neighborhood um, and I'm supposed to be starting a job next week, um, a new job and all of it in the theory sounds so great. Um, and I feel like I'm getting the approval that I want. Um, but I'm just feeling anxious that these choices aren't right for me. Um, but I feel like I've made such commitments to these, um, situations. Like, I feel like I can't back out of my lease now and I'm starting my job next week. I can't just like quit already um because I feel like that'll put people in bad situation or like not great situations and I don't 
want to um, do that to anyone. So um, I, I'm just calling you for some advice on this situation about um, not sure if you're resisting a situation and sabotaging yourself or if it feels like it truly doesn't align with you. Like, how can you tell the difference um, between these? Uh, I hope this feels okay. I just kind of called you on a whim. Um, but I would really appreciate some advice if you wanted to, like, paraphrase this. I know it's kind of a long message. Um, but thank you. You asked me how to tell whether you're making the wrong decision or whether you are sabotaging yourself. And I can't really answer that for you. But what I can say is that you should try to get more clarity on why you are now questioning your choice. Is it because you feel you've changed your mind or is it because you're afraid to make those changes? You know that phrase, be careful what you ask for? Well, that's not a cliche for no reason. I think a lot of us are actually afraid to get what we want because when we do, we have to show up in a new way and be challenged in a new way. And that is scary. I know I personally have had so many moments in my life, especially in my career, where I've had like a goal for a long time. And I thought to myself, oh, if only I could make that happen, you know, then everything would be great. And then I actually get to do what it is I've been working towards and all of this doubt sets in. Like, am I really good enough to have this? Will I fail? Am I making the right choice? There's this new kind of pressure when good things happen or new opportunities happen. It's this fear of leaving our comfort zones. But comfort zones can easily become a crutch because what becomes comfortable is feeling fear. Wanting to hold yourself back starts to feel like the safe space. But there's a difference between safe and closed off. Just like there's a difference between solitude and isolation. The difference is whether or not you're driven to those choices by fear of you not being good enough. And the whole path of higher self is awakening to the fact that you are enough and always have been. So your higher self wants you to trust in yourself and have confidence because you are not lacking. The good news is that even if you moved and realized you didn't like it at all, you had made the wrong choice, you can then choose something different. You can move back or do something different. There is nothing in this life that is permanent. And in order to really understand what you actually want out of your life, what you actually enjoy, you have to be willing to experiment. You have to be willing to make some mistakes, to make some wrong turns. Trying new things and making changes not only teaches you what you like, it teaches you what you don't like. And that knowledge is just as valuable. So check in with yourself and really try to understand what it is that you're afraid of. Remember, you are capable. You are willing to grow. You have your higher self to lean on. No matter what happens, it will be a learning experience. You got this. 
Well, that wraps up episode 45. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sending in your questions. Thank you so much for being part of this community. Remember, we're all going through this same shit together, (laughs) you know? Like, it's so easy to feel so in your own head about your own problems. But all of us are on the same path. All of us are just trying to decondition ourselves from these limiting thoughts and these self-judgments so that we can really enjoy the fullness of who we are and experience more love because that's all that really matters, right? All that really matters is love. And the more we take care of ourselves The more we remind ourselves that we deserve love, the more we get to actually awaken to it in our lives. So be patient, be kind, encourage one another. Thank you to all the people who gave me encouragement and loving thoughts about my struggles this week. It really means a lot, you know? It really means a lot to feel cared for. So don't forget you are very cared for. I care about you. I love you. And so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye. Exo Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari. 